Evening, everybody. Welcome to the Understart Zardas podcast, Thursday, the 12th of January, and it's been another busy week. I'm here tonight on my own from England. Stephen's laptop has gone down. Declan, what did you make about Stephen's laptop? Ah, uh, shall we call it earlier on in the week? He's digging deep for excuses not to turn up now. <laughs> it's a shame. The dog robbed his laptop. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. We'll see him next week. And uh, hello. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, Deck. Yeah, that, that excuse was, I don't know if there's many NFL fans listening, but the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl a few years ago, and there was a famous play called the Philly Special, which was a, something that you don't really see. The quarterback basically had the ball thrown to him, and I think Steve had to dig deep like the Philly Special play to, to get out of this podcast, and he's done it in fair play to him. So. Hi, I'm... I'm waiting for him to come in the comments because he will be watching along and he hey, knows he's only in can't see us. He's now a laptop. The question is, Declan, are you on sparkling water tonight? I'm still on the sparkling water. I get the one I miss. Another oh, there, it's fair play. Yeah. You're, you're oh, well, <laughs> and you, you, you were behaved at Nice as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, very good at yeah. Nice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, yeah. This is it, the only month where Declan does not drink. Oh, I'm not you, gonna do not, it at home. You're not, you're not really doing dry January, are you just choosing not to do it? I've I've done dry January a good few times. Um and that mm. means my first drink of the year is usually at the Dublin Racing Festival. Mm. Oh so it doesn't stop me just sinking to 20 points though. Straight back <laughs> into it. I remember last year, the Saturday last year. Um, <laughs> no, I, I didn't do dry January, I just said I'd I didn't restrict myself. I just said I'd go off it for a bit, let the body recover. Yeah, Andrew, you're on the Guinness again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. I had no consideration for dry January. Maybe dry February. There's only 28 days in February. He doesn't fucking drink enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink enough. Yeah, and he's in bed by this and he's in bed by ten. Is that right? Oh yeah, I get cranky if this pod goes over an hour and a half. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Evening demo, demos are in the comments. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks everyone else who's joining us as well. We are going to go through some of your Cheltenham-related questions tonight. Um, we've got some pictures, some images up from Twitter, some of the questions that we've been asked. Uh, and then we're also going to cover some of the weekend racing from Warwick, Furry House and Punchestown. And also Kempton at last minute. I didn't realise we were doing Kempton, but we'll look at the Lanzarote hurdle as well. So four races from the weekend, as well as the nine questions it looks like that we've got through i might as well put up the first one which comes through from one of our loyal followers though in paddy and brown Burr. um let's have a read of that for you people who are listening on the audio purposes um at this stage who is your three favorites in the betting sorry at this stage who's your three favorites in the betting is your banker in cheltenham festival Constitution hill on it I, I, make it that, I think is what is the three favorites this week. Give us give us three bankers basically yeah. of the of the meeting. It's hard enough to give one for a starter. Yeah. Um, look, Constitution Hill can't be in it fair enough. Well, he wouldn't have been in it anyway, and it's not because I don't think he'll win. It's just because come on, he's what he's one to three or something. Um, yeah. Oh, that that's actually that's a. It's hard at this time, obviously. Right now, I was really impressed last week by Love Envoyda, um, and I I think she should be favoured for the Mayor's Hurdle, even ahead of Marie's Rock and possibly Epitant and. Um, that she didn't get on. an entry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but like they're gonna fork Too out much four or five grand, aren't they? So, um, yeah, we'll probably. I say Nikki Henderson will be struggling to, to see, <laughs> see the keyboard or whatever, trying to enter him. Um, but anyway, or enter her. 
Um, I like Love Envoy. Um, I think she, in my opinion, deserves to be favourite. I like Kevin Blake was I mentioned obviously on a, on his podcast that she's probably more suited by two miles, but she's a lot of class. And I, I, you know, technically every mare wants two and a half miles according to the to the to the book anyway. Um. I think Mighty Potter, if he travels on the boat, is going to be hard to beat in whatever race he goes for. Um, I think he'd he'd be an absolute god given certainty in the dream all and have his chase if they decided to go up and trip. But I could understand if they wanted to wait until next year. That either either decision is, is fine by me. Um and another banker, uh like a lot of there's probably people shouting lossy mouth or you know, an ergamine. Um it probably is an ergamine, to be honest. Like, is, what's gonna be him in the champion champion chase if he's okay? You tipping like up he, odds on Sanchez? I'm not tipping up odds on. I'm not <laughs> tipping it. He, he asked for three bankers. He wants three horses bankers? that will win. He wants three. He wants bankers that like, horses that will win. Um, yeah. look, I, 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 I'm writing the book at the minute, so I, I won't give a heap away. But, um, I think yeah, Anergamine is. I, he's, he's not short enough. What price is he? Is he eight to eleven? Is he or something? Yeah, he is. Like you know, for for most punters, you could lob him in a double or treble. Like eight to eleven is not too bad. And I yeah. look, I think. I think I think Blue Lord is probably a bigger threat than Edward Stone at the minute because I think Blue Lord's improved considerably in the way he he settles now and he's a stronger in the finish. That's what he's proven this year. Yeah. That's that's signs of a very progressive horse. Um, I would love I'd love to see Blue Lord in the Ryanair for personal reasons because I backed him, but like to be honest, he, he deserves a shot at the Champion Chase, even though I backed him for the Ryanair. Um, I wouldn't be grudge the owners for having a go at the champion chase, but they, yeah, I'll give you them trade. I don't want to ramble on because we do have a lot of questions. Um, Love Envoy, uh, Anergamine, and the blah, blah, blah. did I give you it? Did I give you Mighty, Potter. Mighty Potter? Mighty Potter, Mighty Potter, yeah. I, I won't give you three, I'll leave it to the lads to discuss three. It's Mighty Potter is the nap of the festival <laughs> for me at the minute. Hopefully, I think he'll go the Turner's route. Um, he's around about seven to two, so I, mm. I, I think he, I think he's going to be. A Gold Cup contender next year, you think? Hundred percent. If yeah, he 100%. handles, if he yeah. handles, yeah. Best. As long as he doesn't be for salmon himself and yeah, like get mm. sick on the boat or whatever. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, fingers crossed. Mighty Potter is the only one for me. He's the only banker. I don't. Some of them are too short, and I put up short prices at Wolverhampton sometimes. Um, Declan, your three. Yeah, look, Mighty Potter. Um, like we we've said on here a few times that he. He could run in any of the novice chases, um, yeah. and he could win any of the novice chases. You know, the article might be the most difficult for him to win, and that's why he's definitely going to avoid that one. But he'll probably end up in the juicing, and yeah, I, I, I think he's a good thing for it. Um, as long as he handles the festival because he didn't handle it last year, but <clears throat> Andy's seen him at Fairy House and reckon he was a lot more settled than he, he has yeah. been. So, you know, fingers crossed he does. Um, and he's mentioned Love Envoy, but I, I think Renee's Rock's going to take an awful lot of beating in the mares. Um, I just love the way she came out and backed it up at Punchestown. That was a massive thing for me. To you mm -hmm. know, it's very, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. You know, and she was probably a mare who who wasn't too hyped up, but she, you know, she done it at Cheltenham and then she went and done it again at Punchestown. It was that Punchestown victory that, you know. That was the big one for me. And then she's come out and she's won at Cheltenham again this year. So I think she'll take an awful lot of beating. I'd say she's just she's ahead of the rest of the mares in training. Um I don't really have a tour run. I think we still see an awful lot. Like it's 
I know there's people yeah. back in anti-post now since last year, but I'm, I'm still struggling. Like, we haven't seen an awful lot and we'll be able to make much more informed decisions, I think, after the Dublin Racing Festival. Um, yeah. or, or even ask after January, like, you know, January takes a lot of knocks. People give it a lot of stick. Um, mm. But the race in Ireland's good. Like, you know, with the Dan Moore, the Moscow Flyer this weekend, um, the Tiestes is coming up, the Galmois on that day, uh, the Kinlock Bray, you know, that was won by Don Cossack when he won the Gold Cup. It was won by Sizen John when he won the Gold Cup. Um, there's a lot of good racing in January in Ireland. Then you have um, the Dublin Racing Festival the, the first week in February. I, I suppose if I was forced to give another one, I'd be, you know, I'd be keen enough and conflated now for the Gold Cup. Hmm. But you're hoping... As an anchor. Well, you know, I'm fucking... And that's you're keen on. But I would be quite keen on him. Um, I think he's overpriced. Like, there's other horses I can give you that are overpriced that I think will run big races, but I think he'll go very, very close in in um, in the Gold Cup. You know, I think he's he's plenty of pace. He's loads of stamina. He's a proper classy staying chaser, I think. And he's, mm. he's not really getting the credit he deserves, probably because they ran him in the wrong race last year. But he was coming... He could have laid down a challenge to Alaho. He was coming with a run when he came down. And he sort of just crumbled, didn't he, in the Ryanair? Like, mm. The landing gear didn't come out, it I think. Didn't come out. It was, yeah, it was, exactly. yeah, it was just one of them things, like... Yeah, like he it wasn't a tired fall, like no, I would. I don't think it was at all. Look, mm. he blew up at Down Royal. You know, we knew that, and then he the was back that, yeah. at Leopardstown, and he mm. was he couldn't be any more impressive. He's he. I don't know why people don't find him sexy, but I think he's he's kind of go close in that goal cup. Yeah, he didn't. Gra- he graduated kind of from handicaps as well, which I think people struggle to get a connection with. In a sense, as well, you know, like he, the year he won the Irish Gold Cup, sure didn't, didn't, didn't he end up? He won a, a handicap in Navin, didn't he? He won the handicap in Navin, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, like he, he was just been very, been a very progressive horse. So and they, they kind of found him out. Like he couldn't well, go right. That's only because he was like, a bit of a bollocks when he was a hurdler. Like you know what I mean? Tennis O'Regan's comments as well. Yeah. Nearly, nearly got hit by the ambulance. Very. <laughs> <laughs> well, like he, he, uh, he was. You know, he would act a maggot, wasn't he? They took mm. a while to straighten him out. With fences really sorted him out. Yeah, and he's got yeah. he's old, he's an older horse, he's learning it. Like you yeah, have to exactly. some horses just you know, you like, I'm like back, your, back in your, the game, he's not your, yeah, your Chris, you know, you you teach a load of load of kids, you'd have some acting the bollocks, you know, and then you know, by the time they get to fourteen, fifteen, they're you know, they're starting nice. to get horny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not conflated, he's gelded, but um yeah, no, like that that's the way it is. Some some of them are just immature for a little bit longer you know yeah thanks very much boys cheers to everybody mention uh, commenting in the chat there james moran damos put another question in there we'll come on to that in a little bit jack burke at the boss podcast tell he's a scouser uh jordan mm-hmm. it's the wolverhampton magic man thank you um right let's move on uh, in fact can i just switch on that because paddy and rambo asked for three you know short price favorites mm-hmm. I, I just you don't we don't need to go into like you know a lot of spiel about this but what would be the one at a price that you would be backing, boys? What would be the one at the price I'm to post? For me, I've mentioned it for a number of weeks now, and I don't know if Declan's on board with this. I don't, I don't think he said, I don't know whether he was or not. But I'll, I'll gauge your reaction now. Am I right for the National Hunt Chase? 33 to 1. He's bigger for the RSA. He's bigger. Oh. And that's where I'd be backing him. He's going there. 
I I wouldn't run them in the fucking farm either. Like, why no. would you not run them in the RSA? You might get six or seven runners. It's a grade one. If he's going to the festival, that is. He's a good oh, jumper. Um, mm. And, look, I assume Gallard de Manil is going to the farm oiler, isn't he? Um, I hope not. But, yeah, he pretty sure, like, he, yeah, no, I don't. That just annoys me. That subject annoys me. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah look, he, he could have. Am I right? He should have a penalty. But anyway. I, I, don't, I don't see why you'd run, am I right, in the farm oiler. It, it wouldn't be on my radar with him. Mm. He has to go. He has to go for the RSA, I think. Henry doesn't often run horses in that race, does he either? But anyway, ride him like yeah. Uh, he'll they'll get someone to ride it because there's only going to be like seven runners. He'll get Derek O'Connor. I, I know, but it's not like Henry has who's. Oh, not you can. Does yeah. Henry have many bumper horses? No, like you can no, get uh, like what? No, like no. Declan Lavery, maybe I don't know. Anyway, we're we're probably we're shooting from the hip here, but I don't yeah. know. Deck you think... then. What's your one for a price? At a price, um, look, I, I put up a tweet about um, Shaq and Porsois and the Ryanair today, but we were just talking before we came on air there. And Captain Guinness for the Queen Mother, like he's 40 to 1. I don't know whether yeah. you, you might find bigger. I just seen that before we came on, and um, he's probably in the form of his life. He's won yeah. his last two. Uh, uh, he won the first three. What was the what did he? He won the first three and then was second at, at Leopardstown behind Blue Lord. Leopardstown, yeah. yeah. Oh, great run, though. Yeah. Mm. You know, he was just outstayed by Blue Lord, really, mm. at, at Leopardstown. Mm. And the Queen Mother's a furlong and a half shorter. Um, he, he's massive odds. I, it'd be very difficult. Like, what, what's he got to finish ahead of to, to run into a place? You know, let's say he's not beaten an Ergolin, but he's 40 to 1. And you're yeah. looking for the, the finish. Oh, I, did it with, I did it with Funumbale last year. Like, that's the type of yeah. horse that can get placed in a Queen Mother at the minute. So, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to say he... Captain Guinness is afraid of him. Like, so, you know. No, like, you know, yeah. who's in there? It's a small enough field as it is. And who's going to turn up? What What mm. have you got to be from? He's outside. He, he He's one of, he's probably in the top three in Ireland over two miles at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say. If like an on song Shaq and Persuade and Blue Lord, I, I wouldn't say there's another horse ahead of him. Yeah, Shaq and's probably stepping up and trip. And then yeah. what have you got in Britain? What have you actually got? Like New Bay Negra. You know, it's, it's, Spanish Red will not win the Queen Mother ever. <laughs> Dinky ever, boy. Ever. Uh, editor De Guit, has he like, is he the next coming now? Is he? Um, Surely not. Edward Stone. Yeah, look, Edward Stone was very, very impressive with uh at Sandown, I suppose. Mm. Um, and it was you do a weird, weird on seat at Kempton, wasn't it? It was a strange on seat, but Kempton can, be, can yeah. be like that. Those fences come fast, like you know. Yeah. Um, he he's he's the one that could um mm. spoil it, but you know, there's there's if you back him now, you've three places. The price is there. Yeah, the price yeah, is there. Yeah. yeah. Like if you back him now, you're getting three places. You might only get two on the day. Mm. True. Uh, Andy, you. Um. I'll have plenty when when I eventually like when I get the book finished and there's the handicap entries like we had last year Freedom to Dream I think with 50s for the Martin Boy but I think uh, as of right now there's a horse I'm absolutely obsessed with that is a, a novice hurdler um, and I think it's strong leader for Ollie Murphy last same win at an entry um, as easy as he liked and he hasn't he hasn't picked up any ent entries. That's the concerning thing. It was at the start of December. He's a proper horse. Um, now Ollie did say they're going to keep it easy with him. 
but he's the horse that you need to keep on side. He's like he's literally he's fifty to one for the Supreme, and I think he's about forties or thirty trades to Ballymore. Um, he'd be my horse at the minute as, as an outsider. I think he could be one of the best novice hurdlers in the UK. Big shout, Andy. All right, let's get back to our questions. The next question came from Richard Hogan. Just on WP's three two-mile novice chasers, if well, yeah, if if one of these were stepping up in trip. Would it not have made sense for that horse to run Sunday at Punchestown over two mile three with that logic? El Fabiolo should have run in Nace and appreciate it runs at Punchestown. But hey, that's <laughs> Willie's bingo for you. Um, I know there was another tweet from Ian, I think, about this one as well, which is a similar, sorry, from Matty. Matty, on, yeah. on, alongside, along the similar lines of this. Um, with John Bond heading the market, Marco, which of Mullins also should line up and take him on. For me, appreciate it. Has to go the Arkle. High cruising speed over two miles. And the best of Mullins jumpings wise, in my opinion. Um, thoughts on these then, boys? Deck? Which one's gone to step up? Yeah, that's um, the way I interpreted it anyway. Yeah. Look, we, we, we spoke at Nace on Sunday and appreciate it was never a two-mile hurdler. Mm. You know, Willie always spoke that season about him, you know, being a Ballymore horse rather than a Supreme horse. But he somehow ended up in the Supreme and absolutely hacked up. He's probably the one. Like, really, he should be a three-mile chaser now um, if he was going to be a Ballymore horse, if he wanted that trip. That that was all the talk leading up to the Supreme. So that would make mm -hmm. you think it's him. Though he said, Dino's probably an out-and-out two-miler. Um, and I just don't think we know enough about El Fabiolo yet. Um, mm -hmm. Like, we've seen some of these... We've seen some of these beginners chases in Ireland. Some of them can be very, very competitive, but certainly El Fabiolos and Dysart Dynamos, the horse was just getting skilled around behind them. They didn't want to get too close. Mm. You know, yeah. nobody tried to land a blow on them. Um, so it is quite difficult to tell. Um, I'd be worried about Dysart Dynamo going to Cheltenham again. Um, <laughs> no case, yeah. Yeah, he's, ahead, <laughs> he's not well. But, uh, I suppose appreciate it is... is the one you would assume would step up the easiest. Yeah. He jumped so slickly though. Like I know he got in close at Nice, but and he was under no pressure. Like he was under absolutely no pressure. He was. He looked a professional. Um look, yeah, I just on it I was just about to say lads, who's the who's the two mile novice chaser that Willie Mullins has that's won a grade one? Yeah, Sam Raw. Yeah. Nobody's mentioned San Raw. Well Packy yeah. hasn't uh, Packy O'Hara's just mentioned there San Raw. And that's the reason I was so adamant on Mighty Potter for the three mile, the Broadway at, at Cheltenham, the Broadway novices or the festival novices, whatever it's called. He'd have an easier way, easier path of winning that. I think he's an easier, like he, he'll he beat Gallard de Manil over any trip. I don't care, like unless it gets extreme of extremes. He'd beat Gallard de Manil over any trip. But I would rather back Mighty Potter to beat Gallard de Manil over three miles than I would to back him then I back him probably at a shorter price to beat San Ra over two and a half miles because San Ra like that that's a horse that got within ten lengths of honeysuckle mm. on multiple occasions in grade ones and he was ridden differently in the um in the Paddy Rewards chase or whatever it's called the the two mile novice grade one at Leopardstown and he won it and he settled, which was quite unlike him. Again, probably a maturing horse. He's going to step up to two and a half miles. And we haven't mentioned him out of those three. And he's the most likely to step up to two and a half miles and win the grade one. He's Mighty Potter's biggest headache by a country mile in the in the Turners. Um, 
and he'd probably still give the article a good go as well. Like if he was good enough to run a champion hurdle and good enough to run in, you know, mm. good grade one um, open hurdles. Um, as for the others, I don't think El Fabiolo's jumping. Like he's he's not enough experience, in my opinion, to contest an article or, or, or any grade one, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he needs another year. I think he's a horse you need to just kind of, at his price, he's a horse you need to wait until next year. And you'll probably get value next year because he won't be the top novice chaser unless he's a freak. Um, mm-hmm. I would have John Bond beating him. I'd have Dysart Dynamo probably beating him. I'd certainly have Appreciate It beating him. Um, appreciate It sets Willie's standard over two miles, in my opinion. Um, even though he's the less, yeah. you know, the, the less. And that's assuming, like, well, San Ra sets the standard, but I'm I'm assuming San Ra goes two and a half miles. Um, I think out of the three horses mentioned, appreciate it, sets a very, very high standard on his win in the Supreme and his two bloodless wins this year. And with that said, I just don't see the need to send, I suppose, any of them up in trip. We're not going to see appreciate it in the Irish Oracle. Whoever wins the Irish Oracle will stay at two miles and the loser will go up to two and a half miles if, if there's a comprehensive result. If they finish with a neck within the neck of each other, should fucking back John Bonner appreciate it because neither of them are winning winning the the Arkle at Cheltenham. So if they finish close, I'd rule them out. If one of them hammers the other, well then the loser's gonna go up to two and a half miles. That's that's the way I see it anyway. I think appreciate it though stays at two miles, personally. Cheers, boys. Um let's look at some of the other questions we've got. Ginger Joe, for you guys who win to Supreme, the Ballymore and the Bartle. Oh it's a big one. All right. Um tree tree where I'm gonna go names. I'm not gonna well, like I'd love to see strong leader. Um, but I'm gonna say in the pocket for the Supreme. I'm going to say Herms Allen at the minute for the Ballymore, and I'm gonna say three card brag for the Bartlett. I'm gonna keep that one. Uh, Do you think in the pocket will go to Supreme? Um he didn't get an Nathaniel Asian solicitor's entry at the Dublin Racing Festival. He only got a two mile entry, and I think he has a lot of speed and I think his he, class he, got him out of trouble in the in I'm the two and a half by too. Yeah, um, but he, I just think he, he beat some stairs there going round after missing the last two hurdles as well. Like he shot down your stamina. But I yeah, if he goes there mm. look, if he goes there, I'd, I'd agree with Andy um in the pocket because I couldn't be back in Faso Vega. Although I think mm. Faso Vega's taking a lot of unfair stick as well. He just hasn't been very exciting mm. because he's won kind of boringly. He just has this big long stride and gallops is jumping is to improve, but Faso Vegas a real three mile chaser for me. Um but you know, a lot of three mile chasers have started in the Supreme. I will think he'd be difficult to beat. He's just a little bit boring. Mm. But if in the pocket went there, I'd probably be backing him. Um I think Irish Point, I thought he hurdled quite well. Um he's got plenty of speed and he showed lots of stamina um uh, in the Lawlers. So I, I think actually I think he's a great chance in the Ballymore. And mm. uh who's it was that Ginger Joe's question, was it? Because it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I done a video for him and I it was I actually tipped up a horse for the Albert Bartlett and it was a Safari Dish I'm do. Um mm. he's won that race that this horse is he's 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 eight now, but you know what I mean, Harry was eight when he won the Albert Bartlett. Um, you tend to need an older horse though like i know like yeah. last last couple trends but like if you look at the set those horses winning the bartlett they're superstars you very rarely get that type of horse in the bartlett so you do tend to need an older mm. horse it's a unique test on the horse on, on mm. novices but this fella's plenty of experience he's been around a long time 
he he's been troubled. Um, he he's beaten some good horse. He beat the likes of Gabby Nacko on bumpers. Um, he went over hurdles. Then he was beaten in a maiden by Chinks of Light. Now I think Chinks of Light could have been a really really good horse too, but he has had his troubles too. So, but since. Mm-hmm. Since um, Favori de Chantou has come back hurling this season, he's un- is he unbeaten this season? I think he is unbeaten this season. And he's won the grade two at Limerick. He's the, he has a lovely profile for this test on novices. You know, you jump the second last seven furlongs out, you have to be a dour stayer. You can't mm. pick up the bridle unless you're really, really good. Um, I think he takes a lot of the boxes for this race. He's, you know, not the classiest of animal. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much, Deck. Uh, yeah, Facile Vega for me in the Supreme. Ballymore, I'm sticking within the pocket. Um, I know Andy thinks he's going to go a different route, but uh, um, well, I have him. I actually have more on him for the Ballymore. I've yeah, me too. Change <laughs> on him for the Supreme at, on, at the exchange prices, but I just think he shapes like a Supreme horse. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in either yeah. race. I think he's the ability to go in either race. I just, as yeah. of right now, I think he goes in the Supreme. Uh, Albert Bartlett, I'll be sticking with Hidden, Hidden Valley Lake here, a horse that I've really thought has you know, a, a really improved for, for Henry um, and was was devastating last time at, at, at Cork. Um, I think that's a, a horse going places in the Albert Bartlett, Hidden Valley Lake. Um, the next question that we're going to come to is this one, which is from Rock on Richie. What do we think about David's return to the saddle, boys? Um. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, I suppose like it's fair play to him. I think if it if it happened any other time of the season, he probably wouldn't have done it. But this is a very pivotal point in the season, as you know, Gordon and every other trainer is turning up the screw for the spring. Um, Gordon has a lot of horses, and Davy's going to get a lot of opportunities in some of the top races. Um, like you know, he's got as you said, Irish Point, Mighty Potter. Uh, I'm assuming conflated. Um. You know, there, there's a lot of really, really top, top rides to, to be picked up there. Um, there's no one better really around, like with, with experience wise. I look, I, I think he's back for, he, I, I think he's back for one ride as he's there every, he's there like every other day. He works down in Gordon's like he, he's a work rider. He's basically assistant trainer. I think like there must be. Part of me thinks there's something working the house down that he just wants to ride. Conflated in the gold cup. Hopefully, it's conflated. <laughs> Maybe it's Mighty, Mighty Potter. Potter. It could be anything. We don't know, but they're look. It, it's exciting, and um, and fair play to him because he's he's putting a lot on the line. He got out in one one piece after all his injuries, and you know he's a, he's an older man now, and you just I just hope he doesn't pick up any injuries. I I just want to see him. You know, retire in one piece. Hopefully, have a another great a few winners. But, but fair play to him, team player, and I I hope he uh, I hope he rides a few winners. Anything you want to add to that deck? I was surprised. Um, even when Jack got injured, I and people were talking, I was very very surprised. Um, because Andy said he did get out in one piece and he went out on his own terms and he went out on the win. Um, and I hope it worked out for him. It's kind of like it's 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 it is nice to have him back though, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, Davy was. I know he's only gone a short while, but he was missed like because you know, a senior jockey, you know, yeah. plenty of character, plenty of personality, speaks. Look how Twitter reacted yeah. last night. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. So, uh, I was very very surprised. Um, mm. But yeah, look, 
I, I'm not sure if there's something working the house down, like Andy saying, I'd say, Garden, ask him to come yeah. out. Will you do me a favor? Um, and that's why he's doing it. So, look, I, I hope it works out, and I hope he, he goes out in one piece again and goes out on his own terms again. And it'd be great for him to finish up. I don't know where he's going to finish up if, at, if it's at Cheltenham or it's at Punchestown. Punchestown's a good place to go for Irish jockeys, like you know. Um, mm. not I'm not knocking Torless, but you know, Torless in December doesn't really compare to Punchestown and you know, the Punchestown Festival in April or May, does it? Like, so, wow. um, it would be nice to see him go out with a win again, a big one. Thanks very much, Dick. Let's come to this next question, which was from Wayne Adams. Thoughts on Sir de Burley going for the Potemps again? Um, running for a quali running a qualifier on Saturday, been running grade one company. Looks like a plot, doesn't it, Dick? Oh, I don't know. He hmm. old is he now? I must be approaching. Ten. There has there has to be something less exposed. I know he's on the way back down the handicap now, but he he you know he's been around. He he's done it. Like I know he's running grade ones as well, and mm. uh, I just think there has to be somebody. If you can't get, you know, if you can't handicap a horse better, give it up. Like you know, and mm. um, I I think there has to be something less exposed than sorry to bear day. Yeah, but where do you run them? Like, what do you do with them? No. Yeah, you know, you have to run them somewhere. So, um, uh, I, I think somebody has to have something to beat him. I think is this the pretense question? Is it? I think yeah, I'm yeah. over the questions. Okay, he's eleven. Um, he's eleven yeah. now. I've just been told. Yep, eleven. I, I'd be shocked if he was unless unless the handicapper froed on them, but like properly froed on them, like you know, dropped them ten pounds without any reason. Um, I think he's going to be struggling. I think like Gordon, as we all know, could probably run his own pretemps final. Yeah, with the amount of horses that he usually gets qualified for. Um, like I could name a couple of horses off the top of my head that are already qualified. Like obviously he has Maxim, um, he has Salvador Ziggy, he has um, obviously he has Sarah de Berley. Um, O'Floron is a horse I keep an eye on for. Like he was entered at Warwick, but he could go for the Dublin Racing Festival, which is not a qualifier, but a big big pot over that trip. Um, like they're three horses straight off the top of my head, and he also has that mare that's flown up the handicap that's gone up about 60 pounds. Um, I know she was beaten in a grade two at Limerick recently at, over Christmas. Um, Deck, did you run? Did your did your lad run into her? The you know, the mare that, that went up about 60 pounds, or Gordon Ellie Jungle like Pros, Jungle Pros. She's no, we, we ran you know. into Maxim. <laughs> You're on elk even worse. Okay, so, um, so you, you know, you, there's plenty of horses Gordon probably has for that that are younger and far more unexposed. Um, and I, I, what the price you said, 20 to 1, was it? Yeah. Yeah, no, look elsewhere. Like, yeah, if you want, I think if you want you in turkey be, trees or bigger, to be honest with you. Hand in your license if you can't handicap a horse to beat this fella now at this stage. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Now, next one. Next one, uh, final two. Let's have a look at this one, Mark. Which Mullins horse do you expect to miss the festival? Oh, well, we, we kind of covered this, didn't we? Like, you know, <laughs> Alamo got one entry. Willie will enter his horses in every race. He Everything. fucking loves, fucking loves spending owner's money. He <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. Enter him and that there. Um, so Alamo got one entry, which makes me think he might not be breeding. Um, Brandy Love, I could see going there. Who else is? Look, you've enlisted the length of your armor, Willie horses, don't you? That 
you which know, one does he find down the back of the sofa? Well, not even named yet. The winner of the Supreme is not even named yet. <laughs> did you did you see his juvenile hurdle entries for the Dublin Racing Festival? He's yoked that and run raced in it, and everything. <laughs> it's absolutely it's, it's absolutely wild. Um, oh, um, actually, another horse. Um, one horse that you are very sweet on deck. Um, and I have not seen any injuries. Now you could correct me because I haven't actually memorized the, the novice chase injuries. Classic getaway. Classic getaway. In, in memoriam, is it? Or is it? Is I, he, has he had no entries? No. Exactly. He was good at yeah. Gowran, but I haven't seen any entries, so he's probably not gonna rock up. If he's um, not entered in the in the, the what was it? it used to be called the fucking the, the PJ Moriarty, whatever the flow gas or whatever they call yeah. it now. Um, I'll actually, if not that, he's now yeah. gone. Good luck, he's been lowered into the grave as we speak. <laughs> yeah, so he's probably out. Like Capadano, he's got one entry, hasn't he? Yeah, um, does he? Yeah, mm. he's uh, hanging on by a thread. So. Up only, um, he's on life support. <laughs> oh, he's, what, what did Gallop and Deschamps get more than one entry? Uh, well, look, they're they're going to go to the Gold Cup with him, aren't they? So. Yeah, I know. But did he get more than one entry? Like, like Shakan Porswaga entered in the Stairs Hurdle. The horse has never so jumped a hurdle. He's never jumped a hurdle. Monk, but Monkfish was a hurdler. He he won the Albert Bartlett. Yeah, Shakan Porswaga has actually never jumped a hurdle in Britain or Ireland. He's only Galapan de Champ does have a Ryanair entry, so he's obviously kicking the door yeah, down as well. He's in the farm of his life. Shakan <laughs> Porswaga must be. Fucking burning up the gallops. If he got a stairs hurdle entry, like this is a two wild chaser who's never jumped a hurdle in his life, and he's after getting a stairs hurdle entry. That's how you know. That's, That's how, how you know. know the That's how you know yeah. <laughs> Last question for tonight, which leads on to this weekend. Hado, best bet okay. of the weekend. My, oh, myself, myself, and Tommy had a, a lengthy conversation about this horse uh, yesterday, actually. Or, or Wednesday night. Um his form of his beginner's chase is tasty enough. Like he was getting weight, I think, from a horse that subsequently beat oh trying to go back. Was a Churchstone Warrior, I think, at Thurless. Uh, a Gordon Elliott horse. He beat him out of sight. Um the name isn't coming to me at the minute. But he was really, really impressive um on his chase and debut. And he is after getting quite a few entries at the Dublin Racing Festival. Um, and he's also entered a punches down, but he did strike me as a horse that might be kept for because Willie Willie loves this race now. Like this, this would be a nearly on par with his Cheltenham entries. The novice handicap chase a punches down at the end of the season. Like Willie loves winning that mm. off top weight, whether yeah. it's real steel or uh, El Barra last year. Even though I had my cameras on 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 the the what's his name. Fighter Allen, Fighter Allen. <laughs> couldn't wait for the race down at the first. See you later. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, now they have a <laughs> yeah. Back the um, <laughs> so Hador strikes me as a horse because he's on. He was a he was kind of like a let Tomp. He was a juvenile herder that failed to win and then had a novice hurdle campaign, quite a quiet novice hurdle campaign. He's had a quiet campaign this year, obviously, only running once and winning once, but um. Look, we could see him on Sunday. He'd take a whack. He'd take a fair bit of whack in now on Sunday if he's up against Gentleman's Game and or possibly Journey with Me. Impervious um, there is that. Impervious. That's a warm race. Um, 
if he could go Can for I the grade one. one of that race to keep an eye on. He, he fell mm-hmm. on his beginner's chase on his chase debut. Go Who? Crack as the Bam is in there. Mm. I don't. They won't want to be winning that race with him if he does run. But he's one okay. to keep an eye on coming into the handicaps in the spring. Very good. Yeah. Okay. No. Hador. If he's good, like you could get a nice price on him in the on Sunday. But I have a feeling that he's the type of horse that could rock up in that novice handicap chase at the end of the season that punches down and um, win, lose, or draw on Sunday. Yeah. Thanks very much, boys. That covers all your Cheltenham questions that were sent to us on Twitter. I know there's been a few in the chat, but we're going to move things on now because we've got four races from the weekend that we're going to have a look at. Uh, Starting with the classic chase at Warwick this weekend, uh, which is a massive handicap, which is obviously well contested here with lots of runners. And a favourite that's 11-2 to that has seen a bit of money in the last few... um, in the last few uh, the last few hours, should I say, Mr. In- Mr. Incredible for Willie Mullins and Brian Hayes at 11 to 2. He's not favourite, is he? He is now. Yeah, but he's, not, he's owned by Paul Bourne, so mm. he has to be favourite. Has Paul oh, Bourne ever owned a horse that wasn't favourite for an English race? I don't think so. He probably owns people. Are people aware of how unwell this horse is? <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this the horse that couldn't go to Gallup at Newbury? No, this, this is the horse that pulls itself up because he knows he's going home for dinner. <laughs> like, look, I swear to God, look, just before, sorry, Chris, I know I was cutting you off there, but like, I'll, I'll read you out a post-race comment of when he was pulled up on the 10th of April at Tremor. Walk to post, reluctant to race, soon in touch with leaders, slow jump fifth, soon what? pulled himself up, in brackets. <laughs> Jockey said that his mount pulled himself up after jumping the fifth fence. Three to one. Like lads, if you're wow. back in the like you're off your box, they're gonna travel all the way to Warwick just for him to be pulled out as they are pulled up as they go out into the country for the second time. I, I well, this wanna, lad, anyway. This lad has more money than sense. <laughs> anyway, Mad. do you want to finish the bet and Chris? Sorry, so cut over. Oh uh, no, I'm not even bothered really. Flea under three <laughs> five, six to one, Grumpy Charlie, eight to one. Go to Pam Calange, eight to one. Um, take your pick. Um Declan, where are you going for this one, buddy? It's a massive betting um, and I know it's there's a few old timers in here who could be running in veteran churches a little bit further down. Um, let's not get started on that. Uh, where are you yeah, going? Look, there's two I like, uh, Fortescue, he's in here at off 143. Now he's pulled up in the Welsh National, but it's that sort of race, isn't it? You, you mm-hmm. know, you either fucking go closer, you're pulled up. Um, but he was fought in the beach off 145. Um, the day before that, he has won last February. He won off the same mark at Asco, one hundred and forty-three. So, um, he, he can win off the mark. Like we we know when they get into the one forties in Britain, they get dizzy. But he has won off that mark, and he's back down to it now. You know, in eleven months, which is fucking good going in Britain, isn't it? Like, yeah, back down to a winning mark in eleven months. The handicappers definitely giving them some chances this year. Sorry. Mm. The other one is, is Grand Mogul. Um, he was dropped four pound for the tour that chips out. What? Oi! The handicapper must be getting his haul every night, isn't he? He's fucking very, <laughs> very happy. <laughs> you know, drop four pound for the tour. You normally go up four pound in Britain for finishing tour. Um, that was in December. He was beating ten lengths now. To be fair, but he, he has won off this mark in May twenty one. I know it's um, you know, it's it's. A long time ago now it's nearly two years ago but i i think the handicappers yeah. giving him a chance after this 128 i think the two the handicappers giving both of them a chance 
he has gone to a very nice yard there in Gale Haywood, and she's very small yard, but she's a very competent trainer who has runners, you know, and winners down at like the likes of Plumpton and Fontwell in the summer months. And I think he could do well at a small stable like that because um, he, he was a awesome... bit nicky, was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was a horse with talent. You know, only last year he was winning, you know, quite well at, at a novice handicap chase at Kelso mm. with Lord de Cue. Um, beat him a, a fair distance, and then just lost his way yeah. a little bit. You know. Um, if she can get him, you know, back to any sort of form, you know, that horse is well handicapped there at 25 to 1. And he will do well, I think, in a small barn there. Um, so hopefully Gail Hayward, you know, that'll probably be her biggest winner, you know, of a career. We could get the winner of this. But it'd be nice to, you know, see Grand Model, Mogul, um, you know, running a nice race in this race on Saturday. Andy, yourself, you? Yeah, uh, Grand Mogul did make my shortlist because he ran as if he blew up. Um, on on his seasonal reappearance as a sixty six to one poke, and yeah, it was really really good run, and that is probably where the value lies. Um, like I I'm gonna I'm gonna put one up over him at a shorter price, which it kind of goes against everything I do. But um, yeah, no, I, I won't steal anybody or Dex Thunder there. I know he's, he's kind of half put up one, half put up the other. But Graham yeah. Ogle is <laughs> Graham Ogle twenty five to one. I like I wouldn't put anyone off. Um, I I think that's a that's a fair price. Um, the one I quite liked was Nestor Park at nine to one. Very very consistent horse, like rarely out of the placings. Now, the question about him is if is one thirty five is he able to kind of build on that? He's just turned ten. He's not the most heavily raced ten year old in the world. He has a twenty two career starts, but. Like mm. you know, you've seen you've seen more exposed horses at his age. He's still running to a pretty fair mark. Mm. Um his last win was obviously February last year on soft ground where he won easily at Newbury. Um and I thought his I thought his return to Haydock was pretty decent. He just was never quite getting there over three and a half miles. Um so you know, the the three mile five at Warwick might might suit him a bit more. But again, he just I just think yeah. that he might come on for that that first run. Um, might be ridden a little bit more prominently. He shouldn't have any problems with the ground. He's as honest as the day is long. Um, look at nine to one. I think he'd be hitting the frame if if you're yeah. if nine to one each way interests you. Fair enough. Um, I think he's a fair enough win only bet at nine to one though. I think he's a um competitively handicapped. I wouldn't say he's a hell of a lot in hand, but yeah. at the same time, like. What here's going to worry it? Like the favorite is a horse that quite literally refuses to race whenever he shows up to to the track. Um, obviously maybe uh, Gutapan Cologne is is probably the one uh, down the bottom. Gutapan Cologne, who's won three of his last four, he's won his last three completed starts. Um, although this is a big step up in class from like it was a class four over the course that he won last time out. So he's up half a mile in trip and into a class one. So like if you wanted to back the progressive horse, mm. he's the one, like he's the obvious one, but he's stepping up markedly in grade. Um, and I'd have my reservations about that. So I, it would be Nestor Park for me. Thanks, Andy. Nice to see I will do it back um, for Sam Thomas you know, after the exploits of last, no, not even last year, the year before when he won the Welsh National Um it's get good to see that horse getting back on track. You need a horse that really jumps well around here at Warwick, and uh, uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head, Declan, with this one. Because I, 
you know, Grand Mogul, Grand Mogul for me at each way is, is a is a cracking price, and hopefully, you know, Gail Gail Haywood can, you know, have an have a decent round there with that horse. Twenty five to one is just too big for me at a horse that you know showed a bit of ability back at Kelso last year. If she can get him anywhere near that decent decent run, and the horse is only well, I'm saying only nine. He's nine, you know, Mister Incredible Seven. Kitty Panda Kalonji is seven as well. Yeah, interesting. Seven, yeah. Like young, mm. young staying chaser, but look, I, I suppose lad, I don't, I'll, I'll agree, which is, I'll probably, I might have a little saver on Grand Mogul, but, um, yeah, no, it, it's a tough race. I think we backed the winner a bit last year, or I did anyway. Can I after time that? Can we boom that? Can we put that? In, no, put that in Twitter. don't ever put do that, that again. Put that in Twitter. <laughs> um, I can't even remember who the horse. Though. I think it was Emma the Bell horse. Um, but no, I think this is going to be a. This is going to be an absolute slog, um, yeah. and I have a feeling actually it, it could be a, like I don't know, three or four horses. Would you would you call that a bunch finish? Like there there Probably. doesn't seem to be anything. Maybe outside of the McManus horse down the bottom, there's nothing that like seems to be absolutely sitting out like a sore thumb. And usually in a in a staying handicap at this time of year, there's usually a a staying chaser that that is is really really sticking out. But there doesn't seem to be this year or in this particular renewal anyway. <laughs> Definitely not. Thanks, guys. Let's move over to the Lanzarote hurdle at Kempton on Saturday, which is the 2.40. Another fiercely competitive handicap here. Um, where do we want to start here, Andy? Because we've got another, we've got a Charles Byrne favourite here at 5-1 to one mm. in Green Glory without Lord Peter and Nichols. And Alex Ferguson there at so Green Glory at um, fives. Outlaw Peter at six. It's Dubrovnik Harry at eight. West Balboa at nines. Petit on her. At twelves, my French has become beautiful now. Lauren will be proud of me. Uh, where are we going here then, Andy? Um, the market is going to tell you absolutely everything you need to know about Green Glory. Um, like Charles Burns, we like we we know how good of a trainer he is. He's a phenomenal handler. He'll get it, get your horse ready. Whether it's six hundred days off the track, four days off the track. 20 minutes off the track it won't matter he'll have the horse primed and ready to go when when he lays one out and boy did they lay one out the last day like i don't know how did it they got away with this one but i, I don't think there's even any stewards inquiry into the improvement in form but um one as easy as he liked really it was the easiest length win you'll probably see like it was it was a confident ride by philip burns um like he always had spirit of legend kind of covered and he had good maiden hurdle form. Like if you look back on it, like getting beaten 13 and a half lengths by three card Bragg and Sander Clagan at, at um, Galway was quite eye catching form. He's behind Sander Clagan twice actually. Um, and then, yeah, they, they knew what they had. Uh, he was a good bumper horse and they, yeah, they knew what they had. They're up in class here, but I like, I'd be very surprised if that, mark of 127 stopped him when i saw the entries i thought they were just looking for the english mark and maybe they fancy this pot and he is absolutely the one they all have to be um now the big question is you could wake up saturday morning do you want to take that five to one or you could wake up saturday morning and this thing could be nine to four or two to one and i would not be surprised uh, yeah. that that's just the type of you know that's the type of profile this horse has we know Charles Burns's reputation. I thought they'd keep him for the Dublin Racing Festival. Um, I thought they they 
But then again, like 127 in England mightn't even get you into the three mile handicap hurdle or the or the Ladbrook. So they're coming here and they probably do have a few pounds in hand. There's nothing really jumping off the page at me here. Um we do have last year's winner, Cobbler's Dream, who is up ten pounds. Um from that run, he, he got to a high of one forty six. Um but that was a novice chase. Um a pull up pull your market, a ten air novice handicap chase. Oh yeah. And um so the, the handicapper decided he was one forty six over fences as well. Um and so anyway, he, he he struggled a little bit over fences. Like he he looks like a better hurdler. Um he was well behind Langer Dan. He was second to Banbridge though in the Martin Pipe off one thirty six. And this is his second hurdle start since. So you could argue he's maybe over the top when he's behind Langerdon at Aintree. He's had two novice chase runs, or he's had, yeah, he's two runs and novice chases. He's back down to 138. So again, 10 pounds higher than when he won this race last year. But if you look at the form, he was an easy five and a half length winner, beating Highway 102, who's had a pretty prosperous season this year uh, in winning at Ascot. Um, and then, in fairness to him, ran well for a long way into Christmas hurdle behind Constitution Hill. I think he managed to take Constitution Hill into the home straight. Um, for now, I know that doesn't sound too good, but when you're looking at a, a Saturday handicap hurdler, in comparison to probably the best two mile hurdler that we have, that's not a bad effort whatsoever. So I would say Cobbler's Dream at sixty six or sixty six sixteen to one is probably the one you want to be with here. Um, I think he's a fair each way price. I would imagine that when they pulled up stumps on his chasing career, or at least for now, I'd imagine this was the race they pinpointed because he did win it so impressively and so easily last year. Um, mm. I think 16 to 1 is actually kind of a fair price on his first start over hurdles this season. Um, and I don't like Green Glory is the one you kind of have to really be afraid of because obviously with his unexposed profile, but. The market will tell you all you need to know. So I, I'll I'll go with um, Ben Case and, and Jack Winland here. Cheers, Andy. We're going to look a bit further down the market here because I know what's coming here. Because Declan, you're going to go for, <laughs> with the slash the stag, aren't you? Ah, look. <laughs> oh. Sorry, look. <laughs> you have to. You have to. <laughs> Okay. How, much, how much did you lose on him on the bar play again? Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> he actually won. He won on this weekend last year because he won the, the Leamington, is it? At Warwick. Yeah, in Warwick. really yeah. good yeah, fashion. Like, yeah. he went from hurdle to hurdle. And when they came out of me, just kept his head in front. Um, I thought he was really, really good that day. For a horse who was rated over 100 to hurdle that well, he hurdled like a natural that day. Yeah. But, like... There's something about Cheltenham when flatbreads go there and they just fucking hate it. I don't know what it is, but he never looked like winning the Albert Bartlett. Didn't no. look like winning after a fucking furlong, like, you know. Um and then he went to, he was poor enough for entry now as well. Um where gentleman at arms, is that what he's called? He, he reversed the form. Uh he yeah. was second to Gelino Bello. Gelino Bello. Gelino Bello. Um, so look, prepared to put a line through the, the two of them, certainly Jetland, because that wasn't the run that we seen at Warwick uh, this weekend last year. It's his first time in a handicap, and it's quite interesting if he can hurdle like he did at Warwick last year. 
who knows? Um, we still don't know an awful lot about him. You'd be still hoping. Like, what did he? He's a Royal Ascot winner as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, and, and he hurdles so well. Like, that's the difference. He does hurdle well enough to make a decent hurdler. So, um, yeah, I would be giving him a chance. I, I'd also give a chance to, and it. I know Steve's not here now because the dog at his laptop, but um, <laughs> I know Steve's keen on fifty ball, and I can see it. Like he's in here off one hundred and thirty. Um, up three pound for the far length winner, Asuka. Um, and yeah, that's not too bad at all, actually. No, no and before that, he, he was second at Sandown, I think. Um, mm. off the hundred and twenty-seven, he didn't even go up. He didn't even go up for that second of 127, no. and I don't think he was beaten that far. No, it's so, only two out, two lengths. Handicapper's having a day off. The handicapper has his bollocks on this thing. Um, <laughs> he's given him a real chance, and he's he's mm. what price is he? He's 25. Um, yeah, he's you not, have to he? back him. Yeah, he's 25. He, he's second off 127. Handicapper leaves him on it. He gets his win off 127, and he puts him up fucking three pound. Oh, he's a, he's yeah. 293 days off the track. That's the well, I suppose it's compensated in the price, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, he, he's definitely worth a bet. The other one, I, I do like Harbour Lake as well. Um, he was dropped one pound for the fourth entry. He's beaten five lengths. Uh, he's one off 130. You're near off 133. But mm. look, I, you know, I, I have to put up Staghorn, don't I? 50 ball has definitely been given a chance, I think. Just just before we jump off this race, um, yep. what do you think of Scarface? Because he, he won last time out in like a real kind of you know, there was only two finishers in a three-horse race at Ascot. And the handicapper, he won, and the handicapper dropped him two pounds. <laughs> what? He was, 120, he was 128 going into Ascot, and he's lining up here off 126. Yeah. Now, it was a, it was a novice hurdle. Now, and obviously... Oh, I, I yeah, think, it wasn't a handicap. No, it wasn't a handicap, no. But I think the, I think the novice hurdle form is... Hello. This season in England, anyway, is being assessed by the handicapper on a hell of a lot more lenient level, and I think it is with a view to the spring. So I think it would be interesting to see how horses like Scarface, who like at the start of the season was they were drawing Cheltenham quotes, a few of them, and they're lining up here off one twenty six. It would just be interesting to see how some of the novices do in in this particular race, and um, just because. Like it, it could give you clues to the spring. Like some of some of the top Irish novice hurdlers and chasers, um, Manella Crooner, for example, getting one forty six. Holy Jesus! Like he he scraped by Darren's Hope, who's right at one thirty one, and was getting seven pounds. Um, like it, it is. It, it's interesting to look at, and when you see horses like Scarface who are winning races and drawing Cheltenham quotes, rocking up off one twenty six, it just makes you wonder. Coming to the springtime. Maybe some of these English handicappers might be well, yeah. a little better treated than previous years. Mm. Thanks very much, boys. Move over to your side of the pond now for Saturday action at Furry House, and that is the Dan and John Moore Memorial uh, Handicap Chase. It's a Grade A race, which is it, it, just explain to me, boys. I know we, we've probably gone over this. Dumb Vegan won this last year. I need to remind everybody because mm-hmm. you know this is a horse that Deck really loves, isn't it? Dumb Vegan, buddy. But just remind me. The grade A chases over your over your side are these listed chases? Uh, grade grade A. There's usually a bracket on it. Um, this probably like, be the equivalent to like a grade 
three you don't have well, yeah, it, it's not really yeah so a grade a tends to be an open handicap which means mm. that the highest rated horse carries 11 stone 12. a grade b handicap me. tends to be a not to 150 bracket and a grade yeah. c is like a, a not to 140 or something now it can it can vary and it can sometimes depend on prize money but a grade a usually is um it's it's basically a fancy term for an open handicap with yeah. a decent pot. So can there's you no, see here? No, sorry, go on. No, there's only the Irish Grand National. There's this. There's probably is the Paddy Power. There's a few. There's, no, that's a grade B because it's a one fifty yeah. bracket. Um, um, but there's, so there's a few. Only, there's a few punches down. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Is that novice handicap? Chase that's grade a grade A. a yeah. I yeah. think it is because Real Steel won it and like Asterion for Lange ran in that, so I, I can only yeah, assume yeah. that's a great A. Yeah, there, there's not many of them. No. Um, we'll just go through the betting here then, boys. Cade Boy is two to one. Um, quite short for a, for this handicap, do you think, Declan? Well, any betting for this? I, I, I've got through uh, some betting for this, yeah. Um, with Skybet, we've got it up, and William Miller also prized up the race. Uh, so Cade Boy is two to one. Uh, Mount Leinster is nine to two. Big debates thirteen to two. Epson de Who thirteen to two as well. Um, Dun Vegan is fourteen to one. Declan, does that get your juices flowing? No. Well, he won it off one hundred and forty six last year. He's off one hundred and fifty eight now, and he's hmm. probably he's not improving. Um, he was. I was a bit disappointed with him in the Tingle Creek. To be honest, I thought he was better than that. Um, look, the horse always had loads of ability. They did lots of trouble with him um, he burst a lot but they seem to have sorted it out he won this last year him and Blackbow pulled well cleared mm -hmm. of Castle Grace Paddy um, and yeah look I've, I've always rated him really really highly it's just a pity he had his problems but now I can't see him you know repeating last year's win off £12 higher um, his last two runs have been poor one of them was on the flat and he could he ran well on the flat before, but he ran in the November handicap at Nice and he was well beat. Um, Andy Dufresne's another one I really, really like over two miles. He's running off the same mark he was second in, in the Grand Annual and he was unlucky in the Grand Annual. Now, that was 155 in Britain. He's running off 155 in Ireland here, so he's probably running off a higher mark than, than, he, ran, than he ran off in the Grand Annual, if you get me. Um uh, look, I think he's louder with ability if you can put it together. He's just a hard one to really get your head around. Like he was, I think he was last at Leopardstown the last day. Um, this run before that, he was, it was in the Fortrea, maybe he was toured. I, I am, I don't know. Him. I think if he puts it all together, he could be anything, but he's running out of time to put it all together because the, the yeah. clock is ticking and he's had many chances. Um, Fan the blue, like he previously had jumping issues. Uh, he's gotten together since then, but he did struggle off this mark over Carson. It wasn't quite over Carson distance. It was close enough over distance, but at Fairy House. And um, Hepson the Who, he chased home an argument in the Hilly Way. Uh, he did win a handicap of 140 before that. He's in here off 147. Uh, Mount Lancer's won. If he if he jumps, he has a chance. Um, he's up a pound for his toward here. Uh, he was only beating a length and a quarter that day. But he's had jumping issues. He's a bit of a head case as well. Uh, but if if his jumping holds up, he definitely has a chance. It's great to see Castle Grace Paddy still in here, 12-year-old. 
Um, yeah. like he was once top class. He, he's in and out of 145. He peaked at 157. He actually won a flat maiden during the summer, which is you know that's crazy, that's isn't it? Now. That's some going for an 11 year old chaser, you know. Yeah, uh, he was toured last year off 155. So he's in here, you know. Dunvegan's gone up 12 pound, he's dropped 10 pound. And do you have last year's result up there, Andy? They're probably, I probably get it for you beyond. I'd say there's about 15 lengths in this, so um, there's yeah, 15 lengths, yeah, 22 pound in the difference, but yeah, like he's not improving, is he? Um, no. Although he did win a flat handy, a flat maiden, like you know, <laughs> take some there. Yeah, it was um, it was eleven nine versus eleven stone. Um, well, Castle Grace Paddy eleven nine, Dunvegan eleven stone. So you're now yeah, it's ten thirteen and Dunvegan eleven twelve. It's it's a big swing, all right for sure. Twenty two pounder, yeah. yeah. Um, Battle over Diane. Never ever thought he was a two miler. Never ever ever thought he was a two miler. Best horse to ever jump a fence, though, Declan. Yeah. He was. I told you before he won that race at Down Royal. He was the best jumper in the country. Yeah, and he yeah. He, he was that day anyway. Um, but he's not a two miler. Um, he was fifth in the Galway Plate of one hundred forty nine. He's five pound lower today, or mm. on Saturday. But no, he wouldn't be for me. Dancing on my own. He was well be here the last day of one hundred forty four. Wouldn't be for me. Although that was his first run since he went close at Aintry. Um. Rebel Gold's up £3 for the second of Mascada at Limerick. Uh, I think he's going to find this tough. Cade Boy, the favourite. Um, he was... I, 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 don't, I don't know why he's so short. Like he, he, he did chase home in previous in, in his beginner's chase. And then his first time in a handicap was the last day. He was four beating four lengths left on the same mark. I kind of look at that like he, he wasn't good enough to win off this mark I don't see why you should be so short here um, Silver Class he's going to find it very difficult I think because um, he's off 132 and he beat some of these the last day here off 123 and you know there wasn't much in it um, Big Debates I, I'm probably going to side with Big Debates here he followed up his Cork win which was off 115, it would have win here, which is off 120. It was quite an easy win the last day um, at Ferry House. And now I know he's gone up another 12 pounds since that win at Ferry House, but you know, when horses are improving, they can go in again. What's he up 12? So he, he's up 17 pounds for the two wins, but he is improving. And I'm going to give him a chance here because a lot of them. Could be handicapped to the hilt, really, and you just don't know if this this horse can eke out any much. Is there a price on big debates? Yeah, there is. It's skinny. Now, look, he's improving. He did win easy the last day. That's why he's got that. Um, that's why he's got that twelve pound. But I, I definitely be giving him a chance. You know, he's progressive. Yeah. Cheers, Dick. I remember, Andy, you mentioned big debates probably about three years ago in one of our very uh, first podcasts, I, I'm sure. I Yeah, I, I was huge on him. At, like, it's about two or three seasons ago. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a horse that could take very high rank over fences. He was one of those hurdlers that just, need, just needed a fence, you know. Um, and he's finally doing it now as a 10-year-old. Um, and look, it's a, it's a big step up in class in the horses that he was beating. 
But if you like, if you really want to go back far enough, he pretty good point to point form. But yeah. it's just taken him a long time to put it all together, and it looks like he finally has. And look, I wouldn't put anyone off him here. Um, Cade Boy is is the obvious one. I'm, I'm I couldn't justify backing him at two to one, fifteen to eight, but that two length defeat by Impervious, um, albeit given her obviously given her seven pounds. Like you would assume Impervious is a mid one forties mare, and yeah, Cade Boy obviously has to reverse the form at Silver Class, but you would have a feeling that he would may be able to do that. Um, he is the obvious one, but he's very very short, um, and it's not enough to just like you couldn't be absolutely convinced. Even though Silver Class was pulled up last time out, you couldn't be absolutely convinced if Silver Class kind of came back to form that. The form would be upheld. Um, I don't know what happened to Silver Class of Leopard Sound. He just did not look comfortable at any stage and was pulled up. Um, Espan de Who was like second to Energamine after a, a long, long break after winning at Cork over, like, I think it was in 2021. It was a long time ago. Um, well beaten by Energamine, 147. Your guess is as good as mine if whether he's good enough for that. Um, Andy Dufresne. It's just a pipe opener for the for the grand annual. Another tilt of that. We don't know. Um Dunvegan. Look, I think Dunvegan a 14 to 1, even though he's a lot he's much, much higher in the weights, but I've always said that he's a horse that likes beating up on inferiors. Um he would kind of be the Irish two mile version of Royal Pagai, I think. And mm. at 14 to 1, I'm not saying he's well handicapped, but I think he's a better horse giving weight away than he is off level weights against better horses. And I think if you've questions with Cade Boy and then the second in is a horse like Big Debates who is uh it was coming up in class, why not just side with the horse that you know you can you can always forgive a horse a run in a grade one if they're dropping into handicap company. It it literally doesn't matter. So he's probably the value here. In my opinion, um, would I want to be parting money with him? That's a another question. But I, I think it's a, it's a very hard race to kind of call. But I think Dunvegan, on what he's done in handicap company, even though he's a long way up the weights, I think this is his, this is his race. This could be his Gold Cup for the season. Um, the other one I actually was looking at, and I know Declan mentioned him briefly, thinking he wasn't a two miler, but Battle Over Dying has been given a real chance by the handicapper. Now, you have to ask yourself, is he a two-miler? Personally, I don't think he is. But if you go back to his run at Gowran, when he's beaten, I think, two and a half lengths by Easy Game and Kenboy, he is absolutely chucked in here of 144. Like, it's not even funny. Um, that's two and a half miles, isn't it? That was the two, it is, yeah. He, yeah, he wasn't quite getting to them. But those are grade one performers, and he's beaten two lengths. So, like, irregardless of the trip, if you're in, if you're in a handicap off the mid one forties and you got to within two lengths of horses within the one sixties, doesn't fucking matter what trip it is. Like, it's you're you're basically priced on getting pulled up in the Paddy Power over three miles. Like, I know you have to go back three runs, but it's you're if you're if you're going on one line of form. Which, in my opinion, it's okay to at that price. That's the one you should be with here. Yeah. Um. 
now if Davy Russell was riding them, we could all start, you know, <laughs> our hands together. But unfortunately, Davy, Davy came out of retirement. We couldn't be bollocks riding this lads of Jordans on him. But um, <laughs> but that's so, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that could be a tip in itself to lay the show you. But anyway, and <laughs> um, they're the two I would be kind of siding with. They're two horses at double figure prices. But Battle Over Diane has been given a real chance by the handicapper, and I know that form is over two and a half miles, but. I think it's compensated in the price that there's enough of it. You're taking enough of a chance at the price. You don't have to have that much on to, to have a nice return. There's nothing yeah. in here at the top of the market that really scares me. So it would be battle over Diane and then, you know, the the big bully that likes taking weaker kids lunch money in, in Dunvegan. <laughs> I think he, I think he could go well um, off top weight. Even though he's not necessarily well handicapped, I just think he's a better horse giving weight away. And when you get to a market that high, I think you always, I wouldn't say you're always well handicapped, but you always have a fighting chance once you retain that ability, and I think he does. Big shout. Thank you very much. And uh, the other race we're going to look at coming over to Sunday now is Punchestown, and it's the Moscow Flying Novice Huddle. If you, I think we'll, we'll, we'll cover this one, boys, and then we'll maybe touch on the other novices that you want to have a look at as well. Uh, Moscow Flyer, I mean, we've got a very short price favourite here in Impere Passe. At one to three, mm. imagines four to one, model kingdom 11 to two, tax and max, and she could be anything both at eights, Cardamon Hill 14s, and the other two that round out the field, accessory and and hey, Johnny, both at 66 to one for Thomas Mullins. Um, short price favorite here. Um, Andy, you want to cover this one? Start with, um, look, I, th I think the novice division needs a shot in the arm, um. Whether it gets a shot in the arm or a shot in the arm from a horse that's one to three, um, that's that's anyone's guess. I think he's going to be very hard to beat in Perry Pass. Like he was impressive at Nice, won as easy as he liked. The last hurdle was admitted due to low sun, but it wouldn't have really mattered. He didn't look short of pace, but he was beating a lot of inferior horses. Um, he was an easy AQPS winner, or, or I think, or could it was it a flat race, or was it an AQPS? Probably an AQPS it was an AQPS flat race. It could have, no, it could have been. Yeah, I think it was AQPS. But anyway, he won that easily. It was. Um, lacks a lot of experience, but like we kind of know what Imagine is. You know, like if like Imagine is probably a slightly above average horse, but if you're a good horse, you're going to beat Imagine, and if you're you know, if you have your question marks, if you're an average to below average, you're going to get beaten by Imagine, and he's the second favourite. So you're basically backing Imperi Pass here if you want to love him in your accumulators with, I don't know, fucking Manchester City minus one or whatever else is happening on Sunday. Um, you're backing him to be a slightly above average horse, and he probably is, so he's going to probably win. Declan, anything you want to add to this one? Uh, no, I can't. No. no. Like, he won't be 18 lengths. Now, the tour was beaten at Newcastle since um, the owner owns, owns that horse as well. Mm. Um, but he did win by 18 lengths. I was actually there that day. It was, it was impressive, like, you know. Um, imagine, uh, look, I, I think a lot of these are kind of second rate in here. Like, uh, imagine Andy's kind of covered him and he did get to run the race that day at Gowan and he couldn't win it. Mm. That tells you he's not a grade one horse. The model kingdoms are really likable mare. But she sort of showed the last day she's just in with that group of mares and they're just okay. Like, you know, they could perform really well one day 
but they're not very consistent and, and they shouldn't be up to this. Tax from Max, hard to believe he's now a six-year-old still a novice, isn't it? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I kind of respect it. You know, we were we were looking at him and he was a juvenile. I'm here going, oh, look yeah. at this thing. <laughs> he was placed in a group one, I think, in Germany or, or fourth in one or something. And then yeah. Willie, Willie yeah, got him over her. Yeah. I've, I've never seen... Was it classic or something? Was he placing a classic? I, I'll, I'll have a look for you now. But like, he, he was definitely... Yeah. He definitely ran well in Group Ones in Germany. We were like, well, this fella learns to settle now, and here we are, still waiting for him to settle. Not as hurdle. Plenty of experience, though. If that's what you need. Um, she could be anything. Has won a bumper and a maiden hurdle at Limerick. Not much out of the farm, but you know she's unbeaten. She won a point to point as well. Um, mm. she could be anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cardamon Hill. Cardamon Hill was re- really fancied by the yard for a bumper and they punted the ears off him and he ended up being beaten by a stablemate. A stablemate open favourite and they had a good bet on, on Cardamon Hill. But um, he did win a, a two-mile six maiden hurdle easy enough, but why were he running him in the two-mile six maiden hurdle? Um, Sarian. Sarian has three lands to find with the model kingdom have we got prices for this what price the model yeah kingdom? there's price is 66 to one yeah and model we're kingdom. only three lands now no sorry n sorry hang on hang on hang on fucking got over the stone and now off levels ah uh, look you'd be disappointed <laughs> if this thing didn't turn up and, and look like a fucking good horse wouldn't you you know you'd be i know it's on you great too but it's it we've seen really good. We've seen Vitor, Duvan, um Min. Min, Dysart, Dynamo. You know, we've seen really good horses come here and win this. And hopefully we see one on Sunday. Hopefully it is this in, in Perry A Passe. Um because none of the rest of them are, are fucking in the same parish as those horses mm-hmm. we've mentioned. So what we're saying is this thing should be one to five. Not yeah, <laughs> no, we hope Stephen's not stays napped it. I think we we hope this thing, yeah, stay back to each way. Yeah, we hope this as well. thing wins like a one to five shot should. Um, because if it doesn't, just fucking forget about this race. And you know, yeah. I don't know, yeah. well, see, see if anything gets well handicapped out of it. You know, other, <laughs> you know, there's nothing really. There's nothing too exciting here unless this this favourite is an absolute good thing. Mm. All right, thanks very much, boys. That brings us to the end of the weekend's racing that we're going to be looking at this week. Uh, well, let's move on to the fact. Do you want to touch on the novice, other novices at all? Or move What's on the other novices? The ones that punch us down this weekend. There's the great oh, tree novice chase. So, Gentleman's Game, Impervious, Hador, Journey with Me, Manella Crooner. I think is still declared for Warwick, though, and the Goffer. Yeah, that looks. Um, that oh, he's looks not a, actually. He's not. He's not. That know. looks a deep enough race. Um, gentleman's game. I thought was very impressive the last day. Mm. Obviously, you know he's he's famous around these parts. Uh, we've we've liked him for a long, long time. Imperious, impervious. You know, y'all know I'm a big, big fan of her. Um, I'd have them ahead of Hadar. But Andy, Andy kind of went through this race earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I touched on it briefly. I had or beat um the goffer on his chasing debut, beaten very easily, like 10, 11, 12 lengths. 
Um, now he was getting a little bit of weight, but the golfer did beat Churchstone Warrior, who was placed in the grade one at Leopardstown, albeit a very, very messy and kind of regrettable grade one. But yeah, like that's Hador has boasting pretty strong form there, and that's where one of the questions came from is Hador won the best bets of Sunday. But if you actually look back on his form, what the golfer achieved, who was well beaten, albeit the, like Hador getting four pounds off him, uh, it's pretty like it's respectable form. Hmm. Anything else you want to add to this? Uh, what would be your selection for that then, Andy? De you like Impervious, though. You would go for that one in this one, or? Who, me? Yeah, Impervious. Hang on, I'm trying to find out. Um, I'd be... Sorry. Yeah, look, I, I'd find a head split Impervious and, and Gentleman's Game. Maybe Impervious with, with more experience, Um, but mm. she's given away weight. Here. She's give yeah, it's a, like she's supposed to be getting seven pounds, but because that was a grade two, yeah, she's an eight pound penalty, so she's, she's actually yeah. giving a pound to the field. So it's yeah, like she's very wrong at the weight. I'd be surprised if they if she ran to be honest. She'll love the ground, yeah. won't she? She'll um, grow it, yeah, but like that, it would, would take a big career best, I think, for her to, to win. And mm. um, like, and like, like, for example, if she was to run in like. I deck tipped her for the Oracle at 100 to 1. She'd be getting seven pounds of that. And that's yeah. a whole different kettle of fish. If you're giving a pound to geldings on softer ground over this longer trip, there's not much incentive, I don't think, anyway, for her to run here. Unless she's, like, as I said there earlier in the pod, like, unless she is absolutely kicking the door down and they're absolutely certain that she's a grade one animal. And she yeah. may well be. Um, But... Like you'd want to be as Arkle horse, John Bond could end up fucking mm. saving for <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. We just didn't think he was good enough. Mm. Um and I, I just mentioned again, yeah, like she used to give away that pound. I'd probably end up siding with gentleman's game, but just keep an eye on Gracchus the Bam. Um, yeah. you know, that Joseph lad is up to all sorts. He knows. Well, does Joseph, how many runners does Joseph have at the festival this year? Crack is the band wins something. I'd say he'd easily have a dozen. Um, yeah. like there's you know, his comfort zone, he'll have a few other juveniles, he'll have uh, Facker yeah. Um, and obviously, we were uh, Tommy and I were chatting about it, but he'll have probably San Salvador in the Coral Cup. It won a, a handicap at Ferry House, beating uh, Captain Call Me. So, I, I think music that's drives, it. music drive goes as well. That's it, oh, Elliot. Elliot, that's... Oh, that Elliot? Is that Elliot? I think that could be Elliot, yeah. yeah. Or no, that's do, music. Is it's not the mayor. Do novice chasers need the four runs as well? I think that's... Uh, no, I think it's only hurdlers. Only hurdlers. It's just a oh. statement rule then, is it? It's basically state man just literally embarrassed the handicapper to the point that they have to bring in a new rule, yeah. But only for the novice order. So you can do it off <laughs> only for the, Yeah. Uh, they, they had Gall Willie did it with Gallop and the Champ, and then he did it with State Man, the, the handicapper. And you know, fuck this. <laughs> You're making a fail out of me here, man. Four <laughs> runs there. Um, and yeah, so yeah, no, it's only herders. And, and it excludes the boodles. It's just um, novice hurdlers. The four year old hurdlers, you just need three runs. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend uh, best bets, boys. Weekend best bets. We'll come to I, you. I don't really have any. You got anything? Nothing outside of what we discussed. I might have something yeah. for Sunday, but I looked through Fairy House earlier on, like nothing really jumping out at me. Had a look, good look through the handicap board, nothing there. But if I have something for Sunday, 
I'll probably be there on Sunday. Um, I'll have a good look through that card Saturday night, and yeah. if I see something, I'll, I'll stick it up on on the Twitter. Yeah, very similar mould for me. There's absolutely nothing that I like this weekend at all. It's a really weekend to just keep the palate dry for me. Um, and you, Andy, anything from you? Yeah, very similar, Chris. Um, I think Nestor Park, I, I do quite like him, actually, in the classic chase. I know we, we mentioned it already. Um, I, I just think he's such a consistent horse. Like, if 9-1 to one each way is your thing, like, I, I, he'd be placed, like, um, like, he's just so consistent. Um, nothing really else is jumping off the... Nothing really else is kind of jumping off the, the page at me. There was a lot of Irish entries at Warwick, but... It was yeah. just Irish. It was just Irish trainers taking the piss, trying to get, trying to see what their mark was, seeing if they need to run from now until the spring. Um, and then yeah, like going through the the Irish cards, there's not a whole lot, but I'll pop a few things up on Twitter if I if I see anything. Um, a horse I did mention briefly though at the top of the podcast, and I will just mention him again. And it's just a horse you need to keep an eye on, um, for the three mile handicap hurdle at the Dublin Racing Festival. It's a horse called O'Floron for Gordon Elliott. The entries aren't out yet. That we bumped into him as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we bumped into Mighty Potter on debut, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's how countdown. That's it's all about the process. And you know, all these horses you're bumping into, you can link it all back when he when he gets his, <laughs> his head. Uh-huh. Um, no, I think O'Floron was like if you go back and watch his run at Ferry House, really, really eye catching. Um, ran well in the Martin Pipe. I think he was about seventh, but staying on. He's always looked like he's needed three miles. And this is a horse I'm going to be banging about on Twitter for a while. I think he's going to win the three mile handicap hurdle at the Dublin Racing Festival. He's not qualified for the pretemps, so I think that's going to be his target. And um, anybody listening, you can just keep an eye on the entries and we can all back him anti post and have a party when he wins. Don't you usually, Andy, don't, isn't there usually a couple of chasers that are? Fucking a couple of high class chasers who are really well in over hurdles so though that running that. You do, you got your um enjoy Dallin running a few years ago as a national prep. You do get a few horses prepping for a national, like you could have any second now repping up in it, and he ran really yeah. well on New Year's Day, but he's an older horse. Remember but... um well total recall won it off for yeah. yeah, it's something <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, he won yeah. yeah. Um you can, you can, you can very much get um well handicapped chasers jumping into it but O'Floran's only turned six and I think he's um, a lot of mileage over three miles a lot left in the tank and like if you go back and watch that run at Ferry House he was behind San Salvador and Captain Combi and a Barry Connell horse who I can't remember the name of my immortal possibly Um, I could be getting my Barry Connell horses mixed up but it was a really really eye catching run because he came from the back and he just like you know, it, it was quite clear that they were waiting for three miles. And um, with, look, I'll, I'll tweet about him again. And on Tuesday as well, actually, because it's a rescheduled Clonmel meeting. I got a few direct messages on Twitter about this one. I think it was because we were in collaboration with the Bar Stewards. West Breeze, West uh, Breeze. the Winter's horse. He was supposed to run today. Clonmel got called off. He should be running again on Tuesday at Clonmel. Same race, rescheduled. I think it's like a two and a half mile handicap hurdle. So did you can... tip him up the night we've done the thing with the bar showers? Yeah, I tipped like him up thinking he, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tipped him up thinking he was gonna run at Limerick and Mick Winters just entered him three times. Oh this horse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ran a cork, yeah. he ran a cork, yeah. very eye catching. Um yeah. 
he's actually ran a couple times at Clonmel and um, like ran pretty well in beginners chases and some maiden hurdles which theoretically would be better races than the low grade handicaps that he's going to be contesting so he clearly has an aptitude for the track and i think that if he rocks up on i think the meeting was rescheduled to next tuesday and um, if he rocks up in i think he's entered in a two and a half mile handicap hurdle it could be a two mile handicap hurdle but i think it's two and a half two mile three or whatever um i think he's going to take a fair bit of eating Ooh. late christmas money though late christmas present from Mandy. hopefully fingers crossed mm. that brings us to the end of the podcast this week boys thanks for joining me pleasure chris and uh, have... thanks to our listeners as well actually just for for throwing in the questions it was a good half an hour i enjoyed that yeah all the interaction fair play to you all of you is in that yeah thank you very much we've had some great comments tonight we can't go through everybody everyone's obviously we've We've got to keep this to under at least two and one and a half hours anyway. All right, Andy, I'll be giving out. Yeah, he got to bed. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. Andy's, Andy's crying for bed. Oh, Barney Hughes has missed it. Take oh, never mind. Uh, you can catch up, don't worry. We've just hit 600 uh, YouTube subscribers, so that's pretty good. We are still on that. Yeah, get fucking subscribing, lads. We need more fucking subscribers. There's about <laughs> 3,000 fucking followers on Twitter, there's more on Facebook. So, everyone. Start fucking subscribing to YouTube. We need that. It's free as well, just in case anybody is yeah. worried. Exactly. The it's third, free to the, subscribe. Thirty-six of them now live on YouTube. If you're one of those people who's not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. I'm going to get notifications coming through to my phone right now. If you subscribe, oh, Kev Hines. Kev Hines has subscribed to us. Thank you very much, Kev. That's just man, Kev. Fair play, dear. Go on, Kev. Lad. <laughs> yeah, uh, a beer, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to Kev Hines. Old logo. All right, we'll bring it to the end there, boys. Thanks very much. Oh, just should just mention, keep an eye out for our charity Cheltenham Antipost videos that are going to be coming out very soon. I'll be recording, hopefully, very soon with our Andrew and our Declan. And if you can find his laptop down his dog's throat, Stephen will be joining as well. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren hopefully, will also be joining us. And Neve and Sam, um, I'll be asking those to join us as well. As long as, as well as a few others from different podcasts out there, it's all for charity. So make sure you keep an eye out for those videos coming out very soon. See you all next week and have a good weekend, everyone. See you later. Yeah.